Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Let's do it. Two hours. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, AM570 LA Sports. Just jumping on here. We are giving away Fantasy Springs Resort, Casino, and Spa. Uh-huh. Two nights stay. Yeah. All they want you to do is go out and have a great time, Rodney. That's all. Just go hang and see the boys in blue. That's all they want you to do. It's a two-night stay. Go oh, swimming, yeah. play golf, go bowling, see a Great show. Great live entertainment. Are you kidding me, Fred? Let's go. They're going to feed you as well. It's a two-night stay. Giving that away between now and 2 o'clock. Also, a pair of tickets to NBA Con. Now, we talked about NBA Con. It is going to be a major event in Vegas. Tickets are tough to come by. You'll have a chance to win a pair of tickets, and that's coming up on the show today as well. And at 120, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Acquired by the Kings from Winnipeg. They gave up an awful lot. They think he could be the missing piece of the puzzle and put him over the top. He's going to jump on the show today. So we're thrilled for the two-hour program. And uh, for next segment, Dan Wykey of the Times will be here. Mm-hmm. NBA insider. Uh, talk now that the Lakers may be interested in a member of the Denver Nuggets. So we'll get to that with Dan Wykey. And uh, the Clippers said we're not going to pick up the option on Eric Gordon. What does that mean? So we'll do that as well. Plus, uh, a dumping a lot of money. Teams are dumping some money, Fred. Well, they're they're concerned. New CBA is coming. Yeah, I'd be concerned <laughs> if I was them as well. Yeah, buddy. You don't want to be over that double penalty threshold because that'll be a problem. Dan will be on the show. All right. For some, for some, some don't care. Well, some, but even Steve Ballmer was trying to get under it at least yeah. the second level because the problem is the penalty is punitive. It's not just you know a buck on a buck or a buck and a half on a buck. Now you lose the ability to sign certain people, mm-hmm. and you could lose draft picks as well. Yeah, because if it's just money, then you know the, certain people like Steve Ballmer and some of the other ones are just okay. We'll go over. It yeah, matter. not a problem. Yeah, but yeah. if you, if you're starting to lose draft picks and players and, and yeah. potential to get players or hold on to players, are you kidding? Yeah, you don't want to do that. So Dan will be on the show and we'll talk about it. All right. So, uh, I said the Dodgers came up short last night, and you had a uh, a differing viewpoint on it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's that, you know, I don't know what any of it happened, but it feels like it's always the sixth inning, Fred. Feels it's always the sixth inning. The adventure starts when the starter goes out, whether it be the sixth, the fifth, the seventh. Um, it's becoming a broken record, Fred, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, but you know? the bullpen was fine for about four straight games. <laughs> they were. I need bigger sample size than that, Fred. I need a bigger sample size. I need not just four games. I need a month of the bullpen being good. You know? I need it to be on the other side. In like 30, 30 games, I need 20, at least 20 of those games for the bullpen to be efficient and to, and to lock it down. Not the other way around where you got – 10 games where the bullpen's good, and 20 games where they blow up. 
I got that. On the other side, Fred. No, I, I got that. Side. I got that. Look, it, you sound like you're it done, Fred. It's not gonna get it done. We're in July. Do you understand that, Fred? We're coming up on July on Saturday. July. Can't keep going this way in July. Well, look. Did you hear me when I said it's July? I understand July is uh, <laughs> a defining date. <laughs> you know, when you look at July, it, it is a defining time. And I'm with you on that, Rodney. But I'm not hitting my panic meter, for God's sakes. I mean, have we reversed roles here? <laughs> yeah, Victor, I, I'll tell you what happened to Victor Gonzalez. What? Please, tell me. I'm going to tell you what happened. And everybody should make a note of this. And, and you should carry this through in your own life. See, losing weight and getting healthy is bad for you. When he was heavier, he was a different guy. What's the rush to lose said, weight? Bring back the girth is what the, you're saying, Fred? Right. The Dodger bullpen used to have a lot of girth. Gratterall, Gonzalez. Look at these guys now. Yeah. They look like they models. The, yeah, they could be on men's fitness. But we don't need that. We don't want that. We just need guys that can throw the ball where you need to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got tagged last night. What are you going to do? Oh, man. It felt like the old days of, of Coors Field, right? Where <laughs> when the ball just starts, for whatever reason, at some point, the ball, you just know the ball is going to jump out of the park. When I was watching it, all over the place. that's exactly what I said. Oh, good. This is going to be a Coors game. <laughs> this one's going to be fun until the wrong team won. Yeah. Yeah, the bullpen. Bullpen got, you know, tagged. Dave Roberts says this. I just wish we didn't have to use our guys as much, our bullpen guys. That's the problem. Okay, let me say this. And, of course, it's not 1974. I get that. It's not 1988. I got that. These people are professional pitchers. They get paid to pitch. Now, I understand we... Uh, We've learned an awful lot about the human body and recovery and taking care of it. But, geez, I don't know if you can use that. Hey, the guy went out and threw an inning. Well, I can't use him for four days now. I mean, my God. What do you think, he's a machine? Yeah, we think he's a machine. He's a machine. He's a baseball pitching machine. That's who he is. That's why he's paid. He should be able to pitch. So I don't, I, I just can't, I don't know. And, and you played, so you'll look at it differently. I can't sign off on this. Well, you know, we're using these guys so much. What do you expect? It's just too much work on them, too much wear and tear. Do you buy that, Rodney? No, I mean, if it's if it's something that we're not, we haven't been dealing with it and we got thrown a curveball and all of a sudden we're, you know, uh, dealing with bullpen situations and yeah, yeah, but this is something we've been dealing with all season long. This is nothing, this is nothing new. You know, we've had these troubles since the start of the season. And yeah, you got to keep trotting guys out, and you hope guys turn it around and fix something a little bit, and maybe a a break, and maybe the All Star break is a, the coming at the perfect time to kind of regroup and we start. You know, we just talked not too long ago about a players only meeting of the bullpen, right? And that was to change everything. And it, you know, you said it. Four games, they were great, and it changed a little bit. And and yes, you got to factor in maybe factor in Coors Field for this one, but. But, man, it, it lends you to start thinking, is this something we're just going to have to live with the rest of the season and just hope and pray our starters can go deeper into games as the season goes on? Yeah, I understand. Do you, though? 
Yeah, I, I understand. You also can't just throw guys every single day, Fred, either. I mean, no. Evan Phillips three days in a row. Bruzard Gratterall three of the last four. And because of that, he was trying to save his better relievers for a later situation like Caleb Ferguson and Yancy Almonte. So just hold on a little bit, right, yeah, Kevin? So, just I mean, hold on a little bit. Victor Gonzalez hadn't worked in a while. Robertson obviously hadn't worked in a while. So it was like just I understand Dave's frustration. You can't literally throw guys out every single solitary day because then guys are going to start getting hurt and you're going to be right back to square one. Look, the other side of it. Okay, I hear you guys. Do you? Yeah, they're pitchers. They should pitch. The other side of it is this. <laughs> really? That's what you took from that? Yeah, that's what I took from it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what I took from it. You're a pitcher pitch. Uh, the other side thing I took from the game last night is, and again, that's why my panic meter isn't even activated. You look at that. Who are those guys out there? Who's Hernandez, the third baseman? Yanni Hernandez? Yeah, well, who's that? <laughs> He came up to bat and said, who the hell's that yes. guy? Got a sack, got a sack fly. Yeah, he knocked in a couple of runs. Who is that? You, you know, you got DeLuca playing left field. Robertson's pitching. Just understand how banged up these guys are. Just understand what they're up against here. Nobody expected their lineup to look this way. Come on. I know that they lost a number of top, top players and big name guys. The name game. And I know they're hard to replace those guys, but nobody expected this. I mean, there are guys you've never seen before, and they just show up. Now, playing third. Who's that guy? But they've got guys to plug in, and they're still hanging on. What really is disappointing last night, the Rays came from behind in the ninth and beat Arizona, and the Giants lost as well. So that was a chance for the Dodgers to pick up a game. Or if you're looking at it half full, Fred, it's like that one didn't hurt us as much. You can because look at it the like Diamondbacks, that yeah, Diamondbacks and Giants lost. You can so look at it that way, Fred, instead of saying, oh, we missed a golden opportunity because both the Diamondbacks and the Giants lost. You're right. No. You're 100% right. It didn't right. hurt. No harm, no foul. You're 100% right. I still look at it the other way. They missed a chance to move <laughs> up a game on both. Pretty simple. Uh but they play again at Coors tonight. The bullpen will be fine. When you look you at sure the roster. about that? Why yeah, do you say that? Because it has to be because there's no choice. It's going to be fine. It is going to be. No. Well, then a better statement would be it is going to be what it is. The bullpen is going to be what it is. Okay. Am I... Not, it will be fine. All right. It gives you the right. It gives you the ability to say it's going to be fine based on what you've seen this year. Okay. And, and my ability is this. They got no choice. It's going to be okay. Because if the bullpen's not okay, what? they're in enormous trouble. That's a terrible statement. You're just trying to convince yourself, Fred? Is yes. That what you not see what, what's that? It's going to be eyes? okay because they have no choice? No. Right. That doesn't make sense. What do you think? All those guys forgot how to pitch? They they just. No, but just because you say it's going to be okay doesn't mean it's going to be okay, Fred. Rodney, they were fine for like five games. All right, so they got tagged last night. Yes. Okay, so that's it. So that would that would mean that the starters are awful because they went through a stretch where the bullpen had to come in and save them, and the starters were terrible. So are you going to say, well, the starters are awful now? No, it'll be fine. It has to be fine. <laughs> does it, why did my point is why does it have to be fine? Because if it's not fine, they're in huge trouble, and I will not sit here and allow anyone to say <laughs> they're in huge trouble. It will be fine. <laughs> Write this down. Mark my words. You see what happens tonight, and then you call me after the game. 
And then what happens to the next game then this weekend and then going forward? I can only go, go one game at a time. I, yeah. Life is yeah. fluid. I have yeah. to go one game at a time. But just no, just because you say it's going to be fine doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be fine, Fred. All right, we're going to find out. Kevin, what is this date? June 29th? It is. All right, June 29th. Write it down. June 29th, I said the bullpen will be fine. And it will be fine. I don't have to mark, write it down. I'll just mark the audio, Fred, and I'll play it back for you. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessary. I'd prefer you just oh, write I it see. down. Gotcha. I don't think you have to capture the audio. Uh, oh, by the way, it looks like now with the trade deadline coming, guess who might be a seller? Guess who might be a seller? The name game. Here come the New York Mets. Steve Cohen. Tell you what, we're going to win this thing, and I'll tell you exactly how we're going to do it. Because I got the plan. Just like the plan in San Diego. What's the plan? Simple. I got more money than God, and I will spend it on everybody. I will go out and sign anybody and everyone I can for as much money as it takes because everyone knows them. The name game. And when I get all these guys together, because everybody knows who they are, and I'm spending a boatload of money on them, you watch what happens. Okay, we're watching. Now you're going to try to trade half of them because it's not working. Because it doesn't matter how much money you spend. It always matters how you spend it. So teams like the Mets or the Padres. The Padres who are in financial trouble all of a sudden. Given the collapse of the <laughs> RSNs, their rights fees not coming in. Where are we going to yeah. find 95 additional million dollars a year? In the couch. Well, yeah, that guy doesn't have it in the couch. Steve Ballmer does. That guy doesn't have it in the couch. And it doesn't matter how many tickets we sell or how much merchandise we sell, we're short. You may call Uncle Larry. You know, Uncle Larry got a few sh- shekels in his uh, back pocket there, Fred. Then he better get him on speed dial. So Steve Cohn is saying, look, we're not where we want to be, and this is pretty frustrating. So, yeah, Max Scherzer. Well, anybody interested? <laughs> Justin yeah. Verlander? Yeah, Max Scherzer, we got a block out here. Want to check out that block? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Just hang out on that block for a minute. We'll, we'll see what happens. Anybody interested in Verlander? Because Have you, you ever seen that owner come out like that? No. The fact he tweeted about it the day before. I'm going to have a press conference and address this tomorrow. Yeah. He addressed it. Hey, we're not opposed to getting rid of these guys. <laughs> he's, he's crazy Gideon. Everything must go. <laughs> Good call right there. Uh, yeah. I'm crazy. I got a fire sale. Everything's got to go right now. Hey, I spent all this money After and it doesn't stick it work. out your chest, yeah, we don't care what it takes. We're going to just spend and get it done. We're going to be a champion here. Let me ask Money's you Money's no object. Let me ask you this. Just And maybe I'm off base here, all right? He spends like $40 million on Max Scherzer, okay? Well, you see the results so far of $40 million on Scherzer, like $40 million on Verlander, right? Per year for those guys for the next couple, by right. the way. Right, okay. Yeah. So we know the result of what, what's happening here, right? And we know he spent the money. Who else would be stupid enough to do that? Really? Hey, they're available. Well, thanks. That's going to cost me $80 million over the next two years? Boy, I'm in for that. Where do I sign up for that one? Just because you're <laughs> stupid enough to do it doesn't mean anybody else would be. I'll give him well, $100 million. Well, maybe just one guy, that one team, that all we need is one piece. And a Scherzer... Or Verlander may be that one piece that we need, and uh-huh. we're willing to do that. And what do I always say? Once you got him, you got him. And maybe he is that one piece. Is he the following two years for $80 million? Because then no one's going to take him off your hands. 
Now what do you do? Good for Verlander. Good for Scherzer. Good for everybody that makes a lot of money. Good for Xander Bogarts in San Diego. Good. You should make as much money as you can. But good God. I just don't want to be the one paying you. (laughs) (laughs) You old cheap bastard. No. (laughs) I don't want to pay you that kind of money. Because what if it doesn't work? So you're saying these guys are done then, huh? Verlander, they've, they've tapped out. I'm not saying Verlander and and Scherzer Scherzer. just just it's all done with those guys. No, but what I'm saying is this: it's not forty million dollars return on investment. Yeah, they're past that that number. Yeah, they are. Those two, both of them are, both of them. Clayton Kershaw doesn't make that much money, for God's sakes. He signs one-year deals. What do you make this year, Kevin? Twenty-five, thirty? I don't remember. Uh, Less than thirty. Less than thirty to twenty, I believe. Maybe twenty. He's going. You know what? I'm going to take it year by year. If I'm good, let's talk for next year. If I'm not, I'm not going to hold you up. Right? Yeah, yeah. but you're acting like Kershaw turned down $35 million. <laughs> He got what he can get. If they offered him 35 he would have took it. Well, he's realistic, too. Yes. So let's just be clear about that, too. He would have took, took what as much as they would have given him. If Steve Cohn, the owner of the Mets, calls me, I am not picking up. If I'm another up. major league club, I'm not picking up. If the GM Why? of the Mets calls and says, "Hey, I got an idea," I got Scherzer, Verlander, and let's make a deal. You're not, you're not picking up the phone. I'm not picking up the phone. And I got an idea. You know what that next call is? It's from up top, because you're the GM. You're up top's gonna call and say, "Hey, Fred, uh, Manny from security's coming down. Can I get your stuff ready? <laughs> <laughs> He's coming down to help you move out of your office." Yeah. You crazy. Who do you think? <laughs> I'm not taking the call. I'm not taking that. I, <laughs> hey, he'll say, I got an idea. And Let's I, see what Ned Coletti would say about that, Fred, and your GM skills about not taking the call. Okay, we'll have Ned on maybe tomorrow, Kevin. <laughs> Try for Ned tomorrow. Yeah, I will. Okay. No, here's what I would say. He'd call him and say, hey, I got an idea. And I'll say, I got an idea, too. And he would go, really? What is it? I said, call somebody else. That's my idea. <laughs> here's another number to call. Because I am not trading for those two guys. You signed them. You got them, and now you're stuck with them. On the topic of signing somebody and being <laughs> stuck with them, remember when the Clippers signed Blake Griffin? I said, uh-oh. You, you signed him, you that. got him. And I then do, they were able I to do move him. I remember them. you say it. They were able to move him. Uh, NBA free agency begins tomorrow. Lakers, are they looking at somebody from Denver? What about the Clippers? Dan Wojcicki will join us next. Yeah, it's a throwback Thursday. I feel it, Ronnie. Ronnie P. Fred Rogan, you heard me. Throwback Thursday. Get your groove on, Freddie. Got to do it. Two-hour show for us today. We're in and out. Not exactly a sprint. It's more of a 440. Two hours for 440 today. for yeah. those of a certain age. What, what, what is it now? 400. Oh, okay. No, I can go to Dish. Kevin, 40. do you know what a 440 is? Or 220? Or 880? He's shaking his head. <laughs> He's just shaking his head. That's what. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's bring on now from the uh, LA Times our good friend, Dan Wojcicki, our NBA expert. Hello, Dan. Guys, I just want to keep listening to Zap. Keep there playing you me go. some Zap. There you go. There's a man that knows what a 440 is. That's right. That's the, uh, the, it's like a quarter mile, but 40, 40 more yards, right? Yeah. That's right. And we've got that yeah. stamina, Dan. We can go. That's right. 
No, um, believe it or not, I was once a, um, a failed uh, youth track athlete. Um, famously, I was in the, the Illinois State Elementary School high jump competition. I advanced. Oh, yeah. And my, my, we, we drove all the way down to, like, central Illinois or something. Chicago, like, six-hour drive. Uh, we got there. Uh, they set the bar at a height I'd never cleared before. I jumped into it three three straight times. We had to get the car and go home. My parents were so bad at me. Oh, no. And, and when you're jumping, Dan, you're going up, right? This is it. It's your Sounds moment. Very it's yep. your moment. You're going up. The minute you leave your feet, you know, damn. Ugh, I missed it. The second you leave no, your feet. No, like, it was cold and rainy. There was, like, no chance. Like, it was, it was a, a miserable day. Like, it was one of those things, like, you know, if you, like, all, if you just, if you ever watch the high jump and you see someone just miss, like, they graze the bar with their back as they arch over it, and maybe a foot clips it. I was hitting it with, like, my shoulder on the way up. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, the, bar, was, the bar was beating you down to the mat? Is that what you're saying? I was like, yeah, I was like, is there is there a pole I can use to vault? Can I, can I, can I? Yeah. All right. So were, you a, were you a roll guy, or did you do the, the, Legendary the Fosbury flop. flop. The okay. Fosbury flop. Yes. Yes, the Fosbury. I, I, I do also, not that this would be up to, there's bigger fish to fry than my high jump stories. There was also a a, a, um, a guy that went before me who was like six foot five. I keep in mind, I'm like 13 years old. And he did the scissor where he Ooh. just like basically stepped over it. Oh, no. That's like, intimidating. Oh, no. I was like, oh, no. This is bad. Like, I got so no chance. Like, I was like, damn, start the car. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Good. All right. Now, uh, so anyway, the the, uh, the, the leap oh for the NBA clubs for free agency begins tomorrow. Let's Pro. start with the Lakers. Now, the reports yep. are they're interested in Bruce Brown of the Nuggets. What do yes, you know? Absolutely. No, they are interested. Um, I think you know there are still discussions, as far as I'm as far as I know, about how to t- fully proceed in free agency. They have a couple different pathways. Um, you know, and one would be using the full mid-level exception, you know, and there's ramifications to that. It, it hard caps you. You would have to then, you know, get – you can do it and still re-sign D'Angelo Russell, still re-sign Rui Hachimura, still re-sign Austin Reeves, but you have to get especially Hachimura and Russell at, you know, good numbers, not great numbers, good numbers, um, workable numbers. And I think, you know, you could add a – championship level piece you know and bruce brown who's an incredibly versatile player um a pretty good shooter but really a tough-minded defender can guard multiple positions good rebounder but didn't uh, right malone said they're gonna run it back with brucey uh he was drunk <laughs> um look, bruce, you know bruce brown's made about 15 million dollars in his career yeah. um and, and and he's gonna to stay in denver he's gonna have to leave about four on the table per year Closer to five, really. So, I think, look, um, there's a chance he stays. Um, He would take a pretty nice pay cut to do so. Um, He can get the full mid-level. He can get it from the Lakers. He can get it from Dallas. Um, There are teams out there that could potentially give him more, like the Sacramento Kings, um, certainly. The Houston Rockets, perhaps, um, that are are in kind of spend mode. And and so, yeah, I mean, but I, 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 I don't think there's any question that the Lakers are interested. Um, you know, I think they're trying to figure out exactly how they want to move down that road yet. Um, are they, um, you know, you said they're interested. Are they in a mode of, you know, some teams are in desperation 
I guess that's sure. lack of a better phrase. They got to do something. We got to make some moves this offseason. The Lakers are not in that situation. They like no. some pieces, right? But they're not in a, God, we got to have a, a, mean, a wing. We got to have a point guard. We got to yeah. have this. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I think that, you know, the words Rob Plinky used the other day when we spoke to him was proof of concept. And, you know, a lot of times you'll hear executives say, we want to keep this team together, and it's like kind of BS. You know, it's like that's what you say, right, when you're publicly – generally speaking, you know, you don't really drag anybody publicly that way. Like you usually say like, oh, we, especially when you're in the conference finals. Um, you know what I mean? And I think like, yeah, I think there's, an, there's a genuine curiosity to see what this group could do with a, a preseason and, and, and more continuity and time together. And I also think the second part of it, too, is it's not a great free agency class. Um, you know, if the Lakers did bottom everybody out and had, you know, $20-some million to spend, I, you know, I don't know that they would do much better than Bruce Brown, you know, really. And, and, and so I think it, it also makes business sense to, to kind of run it back. You 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 unshuffled your decks a little bit and kind of returned to a team that had more balance when you did the Russell Westbrook trade. And, and you know, so now you retain those guys and you give yourself a chance down the road if you need to make a deal. You, you've got the right the right salaries, the right players to maybe do something in the future. All right. So what does Brown, what does Brown do for you? What does Brown so, do for the Lakers? I mean, I I think to me, right, it's just it's another it's another player who plays Darvin Ham style of basketball. You know, he makes big shots, he, he he defends, and he rebounds. Like it's pretty. I mean, he doesn't need the ball in his hand a ton, but he can create for himself. I think, you know. Um, he does the things that, that impact winning. And you can never have enough of those guys. They, they fit everywhere. Yeah. And, and so in your, yeah. in your mind, if these three guys, you, you're talking about Rui Hachimura, uh, Austin mm-hmm. Reeves, and D'Angelo Russell, uh, keeping all three of those guys might be tough. But is D'Angelo Russell the odd man out in, in those three? I, I mean, I, I think his free agency is different than the other two in the sense that he's unrestricted, right? And, and so the Lakers can match offers on the other two. I think they've done a, a pretty good job suppressing Austin Reeves' market by kind of telling everybody, like, we will match any number, so don't waste your time. Now, that it's in the Lakers' interest to say that. It might save them $50 million over the course of four years. Um, but, but, yeah, no, I mean – I. Odd man out is, is, is not how I would frame it. I mean, I just think that he's the, um, you know, he's the guy with the most sort of wiggle potentially. And like, it, it, it is a strange point guard market, guys. Like, there are some guys out there that, um, you know, uh, are interesting. Fred Van Vliet is probably the biggest name at the position. Um, but a lot of the teams that have cap space have point guards, you know, and like the, the Sacramento Kings don't need D'Angelo Russell. You know what I mean? The uh, the Detroit Pistons don't need D'Angelo Russell. Um, you know what I mean? The I mean, the, if the Houston Rockets sign Fred Van Vliet, they don't need D'Angelo Russell. You know, that's he's not on the Spurs timeline. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit of a softer market, and the Lakers might get him at a, a pretty good discount. I, th- I think, look, I, I think sort of the anger at D'Angelo Russell, if that's even the right word, of the, out of the conference finals is a little unfair, right? Like, I mean, this was a guy, I mean, he did have a bad, he had a bad week essentially at work. Um, but, you know, I think when you talk about continuity and things like that, the guy that that generally would fall on most would be somebody like D'Angelo Russell, like a guy who's playing off of LeBron, playing off of AD, like trying to learn where his spots are and where, where he can kind of fire. And I think that speaks 
we saw his inconsistency in the playoffs, but we also saw some pretty good highs. And I think, you know, if you can get a player like that for $20 million a year, um, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good number. <laughs> we saw his inconsistency. But if you can get a guy like that for twenty million a year, I know. Right. Well, mm-hmm. it's NBA economics, right? It's yes. sort. It's, it's, if if you don't sign him, it's like, yeah. well, go go go. Show me the way you would use that money better. Yeah. Right. And, and it doesn't it doesn't really exist. You know, not in this class. So um, that's why I mean, like, I think there is like sort of an argument for running it back to be made out of like sentimentality, but there's also like just the business sense of it, which is like, you know, you can go over the salary cap to resign your own players. Um, you know, it's called bird rights. You read it in stories all the time. Like, and you, you should use your bird rights there. That it is a massive weapon that teams have to work around the salary cap. It is a way that you can retain your own players, retain your own free agents. And it allows you to kind of move the ball down the road to when you are forced to make a, a, a bigger decision. You, you've got, you know, pieces. Um, whereas if, you know, they just let D'Angelo Russell walk for nothing. Um, similarly to the way they let Dennis Schroeder walk for nothing a couple of years ago. Um, you know, similarly to the way that they let Alex Caruso walk for nothing, um, you know, it leaves it leaves a hole in your roster. You have to you would like the way the Lakers contracts are, are constructed, they'd have to replace that guy with a with a player close to the minimum, you know. And the odds of you finding a guy that will play better than Dennis Schroeder did last year on the minimum are, are, are pretty slim. All right, let's talk Clippers. Eric Gordon, uh, yeah, they didn't pick up his option. What are they going to do here? I mean, that's another name, by the way, I'd keep in mind with the Lakers, too, is Eric Gordon. Um, no, I mean, I, I look, to me, it, that signals their inability to, to trade Norman Powell or, or you know, or uh, Marcus Morris. Um, they've got some pretty big contracts. They, they pay a lot of different role players a lot of money. And there's this new CBA that just passed where it is going to be really punitive for teams that go above that second. Um, you're going to hear this word a lot in NBA circles, second apron. Um, you know, second where, apron. Yes, it is the second level of luxury tax. If you go mm-hmm. above it, you start losing things like the ability to, to do certain types of trades to, you know, eventually you will lose your position in the draft. Um, you will move to the back of the line. Um, it is incredibly punitive. If you are going to be above that line, you better win. And, you know, they, they pay Paul George and Kawhi Leonard a ton of money. And, um, you know, it's hard to know if those guys are going to be on the floor. So I, I, I think this is, you, you know, you don't look at someone like Steve Ballmer and think cost-cutting, but this is cost-cutting. Yeah, yeah. And so are we done hearing the the, uh, the Paul George trade talks and all of no. that? We're not. I don't think, I don't still, think so. I mean, no? I, think it, I think it's something that'll, that'll, that'll kind of linger. I mean, look, he, he's, extend, he's eligible for an extension later this summer. Um, and as teams look for all NBA players, like that would be a place that I would look. It's a team I would call. I would see, you know, what they're interested in. I, I don't think the Clippers are actively stopping Paul George, but I think that there is, you know, he is the type of player that I'm sure there is an offer that could be made that would make sense for the Clippers to, to certainly sleep on, if not, if not do, right? I mean, it is something they have to kind of assess their situation, look at where their money is, look at what, what they're paying, look at who they can count on. And if there's a team that wants to bet on Paul George and, and give him a long-term contract, um, you know, that means maybe the Clippers would happily maybe walk away from that table and not have to do the same. All right. Well, Dan, uh, we're sorry you have to walk away from our table now. Uh, guys, I got to go stretch. 
I've got a track meet here in El Segundo later. I have to attend. I've oh, got, I'm, running, nice. I'm, I'm running the I'm running the 880, the triple jump, and uh-huh. the uh, and you're anchoring and throwing, the four by one, right? I'm anchoring the four by one. I'm throwing the javelin. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, well, that that's the one. But it's a Nerf one, though, guys. It's, oh, I was there was say. a, a there's a there's a big accident last time. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was a Nerf one. Yeah, no, it's tragic. All right, let's not go into that. All right, Dan, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks. All right, guys, have a good one. We'll talk uh, next week after free agency. You got it. Uh, today, the Dodgers play the Rockies in Colorado. The first pitch at 5:40. Listen to the game in HD and the free iHeartRadio app live from the Galpin Mortars broadcast booth. The keyword is AM570 LA Sports. All right, we have tickets to give away for NBA Con, and we're going to try to do that next with someone who plays who dis. 866-987-2570. Win the game, you're going to NBA Con. We'll take the first caller there. Uh, next hour, Pierre-Luc Dubois of the Kings just acquired this week. Excited to have him on the show. And next hour, we'll give away Fantasy Springs Resort Casino and Spa. Oh, yeah. When this flows, Freddie, you got to get up. You got to move. Come on, throwback Thursday. Let's go. Yeah. Today's throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. The song appeared on the British R&B singer's album of the same name, which was released in the UK in 1996 and in the United States in 1997. The song reached as high as number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 charts and went platinum in the United States, the U.K., and Australia with over a million units sold. In 2007, Style Us magazine ranked the song at number 40 on its top 50 one-hit wonders of all time. Again, today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight is Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Santiago in L.A., are you there? Yes, sir. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Good, Santiago. How are you? What are you doing right now? I'm actually, I'm driving home. I'm on the 101. uh, Pretty much... Driving down Burbank right now. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. All right. Well, you're driving. How you guys doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. We're going to play Who Dis. In Who Dis, just yell it out when you know it. You have a challenge. Use your challenge. It's upheld. You retain your challenge. Use your challenge. It's denied. You're locked out of the next question. Up for grabs here. Tickets to NBA Con. So good mm. luck to you. Uh, Ronnie, you ready to go? Good afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. I'm ready to go. All right, everybody. Let's do this. Get your popcorn ready. I won two Super Bowl titles on my Hall of Fame football career. Emmett Smith. Eric Dickerson. Michael Irvin. Michael Strahan. Peyton Manning. Ronnie. You had something to do with the Manning, didn't you? Santiago, were you playing? Yes, yes, yes. All right, let's try, guys. I was just trying to. I can't tell. Crazy drivers on the one on one. Crazy oh, drivers on the one on one. Yes, yes. Safe out there, Santiago. Dude. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Red don't want you getting in an accident now. No. 
No, no, hey, hey, no jinxing. Hey, no, we're good. We're good. All right, okay. here, we, here we go. I made six all-star teams in my NBA career. Six. Dirk Nowitzki. Six is correct. Dirk Nowitzki Alan, is in Tony Alan Parker. Alan no. Tim Duncan. David Robinson. Hakeem Olajuwon. How about new? Kenny Smith. Charles Barkley. Jason Kidd. How about new? Mari Stoudemire. How about new? Allen Iverson. We already had that one. Here's Barkley. Your ne- here's your next yes. one. Here's your next one. I won two NBA titles with the Lakers. Lamar Odom. Derek Fisher. Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol. Ronnie. Pau Gasol. Aw. Well, don't be upset. I am upset. Well, I don't know why. Ronnie said Pau Gasol, and then you said Pau Gasol. I think I said Pau Gasol before, though. No, you didn't. Yeah, I think I did. No, you did not. You did not. You sure about that? Why don't you challenge it? I'm not going to challenge it. Why not? Because I don't want to keep the flow of the game going, Fred. I'm not going to challenge it. If you're convinced you said it, you should challenge it. I know I said it. I don't have to convince myself. I don't have to convince you. Meaning you didn't say it. That's I did say it. Here's the next one. <laughs> Why that look? Keep it going. Let's keep it going. Wow. Look at Santiago. Keep this going, man. What are we doing? All right. Why that look, though, Fred? I don't like that look, though. Well, you got the look. Because if you Why did I get the look? Because if you were convinced, you would have challenged it. But you know no, not necessarily. that Ronnie got it first, and that's why you didn't challenge it. Then you tried to sit here and convince me that you did do it first. <laughs> that's why you got the look. Here's the next one. I made eight Pro Bowls in my Hall of Fame football career. Eric Dickinson. No. Joe Martin Montana. Ronnie. Uh, Joe again? Montana. Yeah. Ronnie got them questions what? snuck. I got to bounce back from yesterday's goose egg. Oh, man, Ronnie. Santiago, are you playing for real? Yes, I am playing. I am playing. Okay. Let's go. All right, let's do it. I am a two-time NBA champ with the Lakers. Lamar Odom. Well, Rodney, looks like you're playing. <laughs> oh, man. You know what it yeah, seems to me? buddy. Daddy's playing. Daddy's in. Daddy's home, boys. <laughs> Kevin cringes <laughs> when I call you daddy. I know. He cringes. I don't think Kevin's the only one either that cringes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure if your kids were listening, they would cringe too. <laughs> Well, you gave yourself the name Daddy. Especially Jack would cringe on you right now. What would he say? Oh, Dad, really? Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, what does that make Rodney, Grandpa, to Jack? Don't call me. <laughs> call Rodney Daddy. Don't, Dad, don't call Rodney Daddy, please. All right. Well, I, I was just calling you what you called yourself. That's all. Here's your next yes. one. I made two NBA All-Star teams in my Hall of Fame basketball career. Dirk Nowitzki. No. Made two all-star teams mm-hmm. in a Hall of Fame career? Yep. Look at Freddie Dance. Do your dance, Freddie. Just two. Just two in a Hall of Fame career. Oh, Paul yeah. Pierce? No. Bill Walton? No. Uh, Corey McGetty? Uh, no. I like that one. Uh, next clue. Manu Ginobili? Uh, no. All right. Ron Harper? No. Oh, no. 
may I give a bonus clue? Yes, please. Okay. If you try to kill me, I'll just grow back. Gilbert Arenas. No. I'll, I'll be... Groot? Uh. <laughs> nice. Like Andre Groot. Iguodala. No. I give it to Ronnie for Groot, personally. Uh. Kevin, was a clue bad? No, they'll get it back. at the end. They'll get it, yeah. It's not bad at all. Why don't you give one more, Fred? Huh? I won yeah. five NBA titles in my career. Oh, Tony Pacquiao. Both are wrong. Tim Duncan. No. David Robinson. Mm-mm. Manu Ginobili. Robert Ory. Robert Ory. No. Robert Ory. No. Robert Ory. No, no. Say it a hundred times and the answer is still no. It's not Robert Ory. Uh, Derek Fisher? No. Wow. Bonus clue. Rick Fox? Yes. Bonus clue. Yes. So the first clue was, if you kill me, I'll grow back. Next bonus clue. I am big on international politics. Dennis Rodman. Yes. <laughs> the worm. I was a tough specifically one kind of worm is going to grow back, Fred. Right. <laughs> if you kill me, I'll grow back. <laughs> Okay. That one was that was a little weird, Fred. The grow reach. back one. Yeah, yeah that was that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird. Maybe you should well, throw that one out. Not said, all worms grow back, Fred. True, and you also said kill. Like if you kill a worm, it will not come back to life. If you just cut some of them, some limbs yeah, off, come in half. Pull the tail off, they'll yeah, grow they'll another grow tail. Back. But I if re- you hold the tail on on the lizard, a uh, lizard will drop his tail and run away. Yeah, yeah. I think the clue was misleading. That's right, Santi. I don't fully disagree, Santiago. You're right. You I liked the clue, and I yeah. gave it, Kevin. Yeah. That was terrible. I'm also a bit of a ringer because I actually I made the entire game, so I know these already. I think Kevin just said yes and rolled his eyes. He didn't yeah. roll his eyes. Yeah, but that I mean, happens a lot. Ronnie is standing up. I'm, I'm looking right me, at so. him, Fred. Yeah, yeah, there's Fred again with those damn clues. Okay, Fred, whatever. All right, look. <laughs> that was that the kind of look good, I got. That was the kind of feel good, Freddie? That was the kind of read I got on that one. The, I got it too, sorry, and I didn't Fred. even see Kevin. You guys are the reason I didn't get that Wheel of Fortune job. I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> I heard it was me and Ryan Seacrest. And they said, well, let's have an example of some of your work. And I said, him a couple of who disses. And the next thing I read is Seacrest. You guys cost me that job. Because I said, you need a little humor in Wheel of Fortune. How about bringing back Fred, uh, Ben Stein's money, but just calling it Fred Stein's money? You know, I did a show for uh, the Game Show Network called The Money List. Never heard of it, man. It was good. How many seasons did it have? How many runs? Yeah, not many. Oh. We recorded it. <laughs> not many. What is not it. many, then? What is not many? I think we did 13 of them. That's Th- not bad. 13 yeah. episodes? Mm-hmm. Fred, I hours. still think you should lobby somebody for the job at Let's Make a Deal. Bring that back and have Fred Rogan host. It's already it's done. done. Wayne Brady. Yeah. Does it. Well, get rid of Wayne Brady and put Fred Rogan in there, damn it. All right. I'm just saying. You got a hard-boiled leg <laughs> in your pocket, Ronnie? <laughs> oh, Fred, I'm just happy oh, to see you. Pause. Okay. Pause. Here's where we're at. Santiago, this is terrible news for you. You can't win. All right, boy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, thanks a lot, Fred. Wait a minute. to be half full, oh, guy. But wait, Santiago. Oh, that's terrible, Fred. Santiago, yes. what, what I'm going to do is this. Yes. I will Let's make the last question worth four. So if you get this, you win. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Do you Come want, on, Santi. You want one free guess. Okay. Why are you asking? Why don't you just say it, Freddie? Well, I just want to know. Some people, say Some people will say yes. All right, you got a free guess. Here we go. I made 10 all-star teams in my MLB career. Uh, Mike Trout. 
That is incorrect. Clayton Everyone, Kershaw. Rodriguez. No. Justin Verlander. Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah, what? That's yeah. incorrect. <laughs> okay. You yeah. said, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. That was very yeah, misleading, was, yeah. Fred. No, no, it was incorrect. I'm thinking about a bonus clue. I'm sorry. Uh, Max Scherzer. I'm so excited about the bonus no. clues. Mariano uh, Rivera. All right, here. Jason Giambi. Here is the bonus clue. Here is the bonus clue. Look at you getting all giddy about the bonus clue. I think he's making it up on the fly. You, know, you don't have to yeah. think about a bonus clue because yes. there are actual clues still Just on use the one of Kevin's. I know. I know. He's like, screw Kevin with all the work he put in on this. All right. Here, all right here's the right, give fine. Kevin's clues. I'm going to do the bonus clue. clue my own. All right, here's one of Kevin's clues. Here's one of Kevin's clues. You don't have to say it like that, Fred. No, this is a real clue. He draws a line in it when we get the notes. Kevin's yeah, clues. Right. Screw that. Let's <laughs> come up with the bonus clues. I won three World Clues. I won three World Series titles and was the World Series MVP in 2013. Bryce Harper. Oh my God! Santiago wins. Yes. Yes. Santiago. Yes, sir. A Santiago pulls it out. From way yes. back like that? and way downtown, Santiago nice works back for the win. Yes. That was solid, Santiago. That was, that, was from, that was from long range. Yeah, you, you nailed it. Yeah. NBA Con is coming to Mandalay Bay in Vegas July 7th through the 9th. The ultimate basketball event featuring over 50 appearances by NBA stars, live performances from today's hottest artists, and so much more. Visit NBACon.com and get 10% off select tickets with the code RADIO through June 30th. And keep listening for your chance to win. Okay, pretty sight. Next hour, Pierre-Luc Dubois, acquired by the Kings. I think it's the first thing he's done in L.A. That's a huge acquisition. They think he's the guy that puts them on the, puts them on the level of Vegas to win the Cup. So we'll have him on the show. And we'll also have our desperately needed spirituality. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.